0: Welcome to the Quorum Deo Podcast. At Quorum Deo Baptist Church, we seek to live in the presence of God, under the authority of God, and to the glory of God alone. We pray that through this podcast, you get to hear not only what God has done here at Quorum Deo Baptist Church, but also what He continues to do and what we prayerfully ask Him to do in the days to come. If you would like to find out more about Quorum Deo Baptist Church, then please visit us online at gp.com.
1: Well, it's been a while since we've recorded anything as far as podcast goes, um, but we want to be more consistent with that. And because of that, I, I needed a little accountability, and I've got that with... Someone that you're not a stranger to if you're around Quorum Deo Baptist Church. Um, it's Aaron Hale is with me today.
2: Hey guys, <laughs> and not just with you, but actually driving through the Rocky Mountains as we speak, which is why you might hear a little bit of driving noise in the background.
1: Oh yeah, you're gonna, you're definitely gonna hear some noise. I, I was thinking it was more like you guys are actually with us on a journey. Yeah. Uh, if you've been through the Rocky, we're in, we're in that spot. Uh, oh, there's a rumble strip, so we're definitely driving. That's gonna be interesting.
2: I'm that holding was, the mic, so it's not distracted driving. No, this no, time. no, 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 no texting. Yeah,
1: no, no distracted we're driving here. Other legit. than the fact that. <laughs> I um, just it, Yeah, I got to keep it between the mayonnaise and the mustard. That's for sure. Just hit the, hit the mustard. Got those rumble strips going. But, you know, it's not the chili that we ate earlier or anything else like that. That's actually the road. But it, it is going to kind of be loud and it'll feel like you're on a on a boat with us. I was saying it's, it's going to be like the old gospel ship. We're on a journey. And we're just gonna we're gonna talk about a couple of things hash some things out it's been a like I said it's been a while since we podcasted anything it's been a while since Aaron and I have uh, kind of talked about some issues outside of necessarily the pulpit or what we preach I'm sure we'll hit some of those things in fact I think we were even gonna mention a couple of those things from yeah. from the pulpit but
2: hey, uh, it's just me I'm like you know I think the last one I, was, I listened to you and Steve did which was really good, but there was the comment made that Aaron was dead to us. So it's just like a, like a resurrection of kinds, I suppose. now.
1: Yeah, yeah I didn't something. want to bring that up. Oh, okay. I actually almost brought that up, but I, I thought mean, I, maybe I we could just forget you know, about it. I mean, you know. everybody else has. Nobody listens to this anyway. <laughs> and so probably nobody remembers the fact that we said you were dead to us. Oh, um, well, I, I
2: remembered, but, you know, I, I, I took it well yeah, just a few I, tears shed. We figured you
1: would. Yeah. But, no, no, you're very no. much alive. I realized that. <laughs> Not the ghost of Aaron that's come to haunt the (laughs) podcast of the present.
2: Oh, man. Well, it's been, uh, yeah, crazy.
1: I'm getting some ear popping action. Are Are you getting uh, some ear popping action right now? I
2: I think maybe this earbud is is helping out a Uh, little bit. Maybe so, yeah, yeah. Get some gum chomping in our they, ears you're crazy too bad too
1: bad this isn't like uh FaceTime or yeah <laughs> or like video people would it's, be like oh wow that's
2: pretty amazing we got it's snow-capped something. mountains on all around us with this like mountain stream and there goes a truck with a yeah, bunch of sand just us canopy or God something holler no. anyways um well, oh yeah I was gonna say it, it uh just a quick update I guess we uh since the last time we podcast a lot of water under the bridge I guess you could say but it, it's a lot of
1: wandering a lot of wandering yeah, mad.
2: and just it's crazy how we have in our life uh expectations and and you think that the Lord is taking you in a certain direction and how quickly that can change mm-hmm. in all in all walks of life whether it's our family our vocations ministry you know I had gone to pastor at church and then now um, and plugging back in quorum uh, Deo make a long story short you know yeah. over some theological differences that that uh, became very evident within the last few months here and and so I mean I'm blessed to have you as my brother and in, in church family at Coram Deo just to find that place of, of encouragement and rest and uh, so it, it's really kind of surreal in that sense to be doing a podcast with with my pastor again you know Absolutely. and uh, just yeah the Lord's faithfulness through all of the ups and downs um, and super neat I've loved the last week um, so Ben had laid out a sermon series on the parables of Jesus and uh, when we hadn't been able to make it to Cormdale just going through the same Material, and so we were studying together the, the parable of the Good Samaritan. And that uh, was a blessing to me to be able to correspond with you back and forth on that study, bouncing ideas back and forth. And then after preaching it, um, beginning to reflect on some of the, the things that we had learned from that study and on the parables as a whole. I've been blessed from the two sermons I've heard you speak on, introducing the parables and then the parable of the sowers, and now the parable of the Good Samaritan. And this coming week will be the parable of the, the persistent friend, the persistent I guess we could friend. call
1: it. Yeah, so but but it's a that. really, really cool dynamic um, to be able to uh, to have a, a plan. So if you're, you know, thinking of pastoring or pastoring, you definitely it's okay to plan. Just because you plan ahead in, in your your sermon series, just because you preach through books of the bible like we like we do at quorum deo or or go through sections of scripture like the parables doesn't mean that the spirit isn't moving <laughs> um it just means that you know it, you're you're planning and and that's okay uh you always gotta have to sit down and in a way count the cost and plan at plan ahead that is all right but what's
2: you mean, cool you mean like, to say like the spirit inspired the bible in a specific order on purpose
1: i you or... know there <laughs> scholars uh debate these things and uh no absolutely so it's it's okay to do that and you definitely don't want to just go you know i'm just gonna I'm just gonna let the spirit move today which means i didn't prepare anything <laughs> that's just foolish don't be a dummy on that so anyway um, but, yeah, it's really cool to be able to, to look at Scripture, know where we're going, uh, to be able to, to uh, teach at times uh, together or, you know, share the pulpit and things like that. And, and, and to be able to, like you said, and I even shared with you some of the, the, the resources that I'm using. And so I think, like, the parables of Jesus by James Montgomery Boyce, I mentioned mm-hmm. to you that that's one of the resources that i'm using and and i think you picked that up and started reading it and so yeah. now when when we get together you you usually you know say hey that was that was really good uh, what we were seeing in there so yeah i'm looking forward to it it's going to be a really good time yeah going through those things awesome.
2: yeah i was actually convicted um because we were looking through the schedule you had, and, and I was like, "Oh, I'll be the one I'll be preaching." Would be the Good Samaritan, and initially I thought, "Oh, the Good Samaritan—that's so familiar." I mean, I, I don't really want to preach the Good Samaritan because I've heard it a thousand times. And then as I began studying out the passage in its context, um, realizing I think I never really actually understood what's going on in that parable at all, Ooh, yeah. and and to see the the context in which it is given. Um, I suppose I could even just read a part of that so that we could hear or, or you guys could listen to the sermon which Josh did an amazing job of getting not only the podcast but the sermons um, from Pastor Van uh, on the iTunes library so you can subscribe and get those feeds automatically through Quorum Deo sermons or this Quorum Deo podcast. Um, I, should have,
1: I should have thought this through and I would have uh, downloaded some like... Uh, sound effects for the phone and as you said that I would have given him a like <laughs> yeah. one of these or something so we put in appreciate that all poem. your work bro yeah
2: <laughs> so with the the parable of the Good Samaritan um I guess what I had failed to see prior to really studying it was the context in which it, Jesus gives it and you have this lawyer we're told uh desiring to put Jesus to the test asks the question not initially about what does it mean to be a neighbor or who is my neighbor, but he's actually inquiring supposedly about eternal life, and and and, and Jesus, the response that he gives uh, seems so strange because in our culture, I mean, you, you know, you could imagine standing in line waiting to you know get your mail or something, and someone walks up and says, "Hey, you know, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life?" And we would probably
1: uh, you get a myriad of answers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you, if you repeat church me strokes. right now. You yeah. just pray well, this prayer, hold my
2: hand, not. and when you know if you agree, then squeeze my hand. And, and, and if you do that, you'll have eternal life. Yeah,
1: and that's that's a certain a certain degree um, of folks. But yeah, there would definitely be all sorts of things, yeah. and and the places that you would start because even as Jesus, you know, you got to think of where he he started with the man. Yeah. It was quite interesting, and it makes you wonder, is that where we're starting? Like, if he's our pattern for engaging people with with good news, it's interesting that he doesn't engage the man necessarily first with good news. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. He he really holds up to him. I mean, his response is, what is written in the law? How do you read it in, in the law? You know, I mean, it, it, it is... That which condemns us, that which exposes us, that which holds up the high standard of God, His holiness, um, and that's what Jesus. That's where He goes. You know, it, it's kind of shocking. Really, it almost seems a bit harsh to our sure modern thinking. Yeah,
1: He holds. So, I mean, it was it was a lawyer, somebody who was steeped, who knew in the religious law, knew God's word, and he knew what was required of him and all of it was required of him you know he said do this and live if you can completely and totally obey the law you will inherit eternal life and it should have made the man go yeah i can't do that yeah <laughs> right. give me another way uh, but he didn't and that's that's the you know the thing we have to be careful of the the danger is we don't want to respond the same way we don't want to be so um, prideful that we go you know we've got this thing in the bag we can do this but instead go no if, if God has given us his law to obey we need to be willing to go Yeah, you know, we we cannot do that uh, I mentioned in my sermon and it's one of the songs that we sing at the church and, and I've grown to love it uh, it's called let us love and sing and wonder and it mm-hmm. says you know He has hushed the law's loud thunder. He has quenched Mount Sinai's flame. Because in reality, that's what it is. It it hangs over us. The law thunders over us because we cannot keep it. And if we try, as Galatians says, Mm -hmm. if we try, we're just going to come to the end and know that um, we cannot keep it. And if we live by the law, we'll die by the law. And that's the reason why... Jesus sort of just presents him with the bad news. The bad news is you have to do all the law. But the man was like, you know, I think I've got it all down except for that love your neighbor part. Uh, Well, just tell me just in case who is my neighbor, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, and again, what pride that he would think, Oh, I can love the Lord, my God with all of my heart, all of it, all of my soul, with all my strength, with all my might. And it's like, and the audacity there, but let's not, let's be careful. Uh, let's not think that we can even get close. And that's, what's so beautiful about the gospel really. But do you, do you have anything uh, along those lines before we get to the good news? Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, I, I think absolutely. I, I think the, even for myself, um, for, for many years, my perception of the law was something that is somewhat irrelevant to the christian the new those in the new covenant that the law was kind of for israel and that christ had taken care um of all the old testament and so we don't really need to worry about that and in a sense of course that's true that that he in his act of obedience he perfectly fulfilled all righteousness and so we don't come to god you know desiring to make ourselves righteous and so in that sense we want to you know obviously affirm that but what we fail to see is the usefulness of the law in exposing lost man. Um, As Paul said, you know, that it is the tutor to lead us to Christ. Mm -hmm. And if we fail to see that, then we miss an important part of evangelism. And if we jump to the good news without helping man see his condition, um, then he has no category to receive the good news as good news. It's just news. It's just information, you know. Yeah. Um, and to see that need for holding up the the uh, the law of God as a reflection of His character, His holiness, what He demands of us. And oh, well, there's some rumble strips. We're coming up to the a bridge or something. Eh?
1: Oh yeah, I gotta make sure. I've got this giant truck in front of me. It's amazing that these trucks can. Uh Navigate these mountains yeah, like the way that, that they can. Uh, I got to make sure I get off of the road at the right place or to take the right road. But I think we
0: are <laughs> Fraser River. Good.
1: Oh yeah, Ooh. the beautiful Fraser River.
2: <laughs> cool. So I think we're we're good. Yeah. No, it was a uh, yeah sobering in that way for sure. and
1: Absolutely, and it just it, it makes us think about again. It makes us think about the way that we share the gospel with people, and the offense that the gospel um, is is the fact that you cannot merit for yourself, as Paul would say. It, we could not obtain a righteousness for ourselves. Instead, apparently, we got service. I'm sorry, yeah, <laughs> no, it's cool. I mean, it could have. Uh, we could have been without service for a while. There, it was crazy. Um, so, we've got this this law uh, that we have to keep. It's in order for us to be righteous and and be acceptable to God. And uh, we needed Christ. Yeah. An alien righteousness has been put forth yeah. through faith in Jesus Christ. And in order for us to see that that's necessary, we. We have to understand what's required of us. Yeah. Do this and live, and and we just cannot. And and that's the that's the the base of the gospel when we share it with people. You yeah. know, so that's it's true. We got to make sure we we balance it properly. Yeah, and, and then. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, and then and on top of that, we can't just say after that, it's only grace, grace, grace. Yes. Um, there is an obedience that comes from finding grace. Once we see Christ as, as beautiful and we accept him by faith, then we follow him. And we have the ability to do what he says at yep. that point because we're no longer dead in our spirit. We're alive in our spirit. Our spirits have been made alive. We're not only walking, by, we're not walking simply by the flesh. We're mm-hmm. trying to walk by the spirit, and so we're able to uh, uh, to do to a to a degree uh, what the Lord has has called us to.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, that um, Jeremiah 31, 31, You know where he describes the new covenant, and, and it might have been you. I, I think that initially pointed out to me. But what does it say that he will write upon our hearts? Well, yeah. it's the law, you know. Right. In the New Covenant, our, the law of God will be written upon our hearts, not merely on tablets of stone. And Paul you know, would pick that up in, in Corinthians, that not written in stone, but um, on our hearts, not with ink, but with the Spirit. And, and yet, again, we see it is consistency throughout the Scriptures of God's standard and what He expects of His people. Um,
1: Absolutely. And, and you were mentioning... Um, and maybe you would want to share it, one of the quotes that you gave about about Christ and, and, and you're either left with Christ or,
2: oh, or with Moses. Yeah, the Tony Miano, a uh, well-known street preacher evangelist, made the comment that in his evangelism, if people will not receive Christ, if he presents them with the good news of the gospel and, and they reject it, then he will leave them with Moses Um, In a sense, we see Christ doing something very similar in this passage. And I think the irony of it is growing up and reading children's books with the Good Samaritan parable, you know, it's presented to you as moralism. It's presented as do this and this this is what God requires of you. This is what you should do. And if you do it, you will be a good Christian. God will be happy with you, um, which was what Jesus was trying to expose Really, yeah. and yet we use it to promote the same thing that like, the lawyer was guilty of yeah
1: absolutely yeah that's you got to be careful of that too is to to make the Bible just a, a, a just quaint little morality stories uh, but but we, we we can tend to do that and we fall that way and um, you know we want to make sure that we we're not left with Moses because Moses, you know, Christ, yes, Christ is an avenger. And one day he will split the heavens and, and his robe will be dipped in blood like our Lord is a warrior. But we also don't want to have to drink from the brook with dried up pieces of our golden calf. I can only imagine what that does to your digestive system. I don't you think know? it would
2: be can a popular uh, cleansing diet. No, 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 no. I mean that
1: would be tough. Like uh, you know, you go you go to the bathroom and and there's this golden thing. You know, that would be that'd be pretty rough. So you definitely don't want to be, uh, you know,
2: yes. pooing
1: gold bricks.
2: Left with Moses. Don't want to be left
1: with Moses, uh, but instead Christ. And so if. If you're just uh, if you're listening to us just because if you're one of those poor unfortunate souls that have stumbled across this podcast or been pointed to this podcast, uh, go back and and listen to uh, to the sermon uh, on the Good Samaritan and and see what we're talking about. We don't want to preach the whole thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but but it's quite interesting. And and even as you you know we we're looking at the the parable of the soils, there were some things there that that could have been could have been some misconceptions about about that. And in fact, there could be some misconceptions altogether about what the parables are. Right. Um I was when I left this morning, my my little girls were listening to the Jesus Storybook Bible and we appreciate the J- Jesus Storybook Bible, but she was actually listening to the section on the parables and uh the narrator said from what uh, Sally Lloyd-Jones wrote was Jesus helped people understand the parable. Uh, Jesus was helping people understand by using parables, and yet we saw that that's that's actually not what Jesus was doing, you know. Not and always the and case, yeah. no, and Luke eight, it says, you know, he he was giving these parables for a couple of reasons that that they might seek to find the answer to it if they had a heart to seek, or those that did not, um, it was actually judgment towards them, um, that they would not understand. And it was fulfillment of prophecy from Isaiah six. And so it just sort of unlocks yeah. more of scripture, yeah. the consistency of scripture, how they're used. And that seems almost, you know, some people might go, well, that's, that's crazy. You know, parables are used so that people can understand. And it's like, well, that's, that's not what scripture is. <laughs> right,
2: yeah, it's kind of one of those, again, misconceptions that we, we grow up hearing and it, if it's not challenged with scripture,
0: mm-hmm. you,
2: you don't really have any reason to think otherwise. And, and yeah, a few weeks ago when you preached that introductory sermon, is so helpful because it, it, it does. It brings a fuller picture, it like, brings balance to uh, our understanding of the ministry of Christ And why he does the things he does. Because Mm -hmm. if it's always the case that he's wanting people to understand better, then it would seem strange that at times he would heal someone and then tell them, okay, don't say anything to anyone about this. Keep quiet. Or why would he withdraw when they try to, you know, crown him as king or something? You know, his behavior doesn't really make sense. if We don't understand that Jesus knew there are those who will not receive him. And, in fact, will be hardened by his message. And that was the intent of the message to them, you know, with, like, the parables. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's super helpful. Um, So, coming to this parable, then, um, like you said, the lawyer trying to distract from the the matter at hand that he is not a law keeper. And if he was honest, uh, you used the example a while ago, we were talking about this, that it's as though Jesus hands him a mirror to examine himself and instead of looking at his reflection he just assumes he knows and 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 hands it back to Jesus and we see it in the form of this question and Luke even says there in Luke 10 that seeking to justify himself he says well who is my neighbor and and he's obviously trying to dodge his own guilt uh, and lawlessness before God and so the parable then is is not so much Jesus telling him to just go out and and, and please God by doing this, but would you say it's fair to to say that the parable is Jesus illustrating the intent of God's law when it says, love your neighbor, like he's illustrating what that should look like, what, what, what being a good neighbor, according to God's standards, looks like. Yeah, Yeah,
1: all those things are wrapped up. I think, you know, I I definitely got some eyebrows raised when I I gave the the main thrust of the message was we can do nothing to merit favor with God. Mm. That's that's what that's what the Good Samaritan is all about. Um, In fact, the lawyer that 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 presents the conundrum or brings up the, the parable itself it is just a shining example of someone who is trying to merit justification, who is trying to merit yeah. and work for salvation, and and that's the reason why Jesus gave the parable, was to show him you know, you are more needy than you actually think yeah. and I think that's where a lot of us, a lot of people um, get hung up is mm-hmm. we just don't realize how needy we really are for the Spirit's work of the gospel and illuminating our hearts and making us alive to the message, to be able to receive the message of Christ and the gospel. And and furthermore, we're going to see next week in the next parable that that we are in desperate need. And, and, and mm. so that results in us realizing that even after, after we come to faith and repentance, how much we need God on a daily basis and how we must be knocking on the door and persistent in prayer Mm -hmm. and and wanting to commune and fellowship with him. So I don't know, you're going to get me started, but (laughs) I I am really looking forward to uh, the rest of the series and I'm looking forward to hearing, I think Doug is going to, Uh, be able to fill the the pulpit um in late june and we're going to get you in there and so we're going to hear from different different perspectives on that but all uh in the same realm and all towards the same goal of making much of jesus making much of the gospel through through these parables so i guess this podcast is simply just a a promotion for (laughs) for what we're going through and now that now that we've converted some of that and put it on um, made it a little bit more accessible to your phone or to uh, to, to listen to on on the uh, on the Apple Apple iTunes yeah, thing yeah. Uh, to, to go and, and listen Cool. And so my question to you now is now that we're actually somewhere where we need to do you need to stop somewhere? I think I'm good are you get good press okay. on well we're gonna press on alright but uh, you guys press on and we will
2: hopefully see you soon and uh and listen to the next one hopefully we navigate through these mountains without encountering a moose or grizzly bear on the road but uh, as long as we're in the car i think we're gonna be good (laughs) you keep it between the mustard and the (laughs) mayonnaise
1: and the mustard i don't know where i heard that that's probably a
2: southernism
1: (laughs) (laughs) who knows
2: all right well uh great to be back with pastor ben until next time hope you guys have a great week in the Lord keep your eyes on Christ he alone is our righteousness and may the law of God um, be our delight and cause us to flee to Christ and and I got one last thing I was thinking um, with that parable it, it struck me that Jesus from the moment of conception to his death loved neighbor perfectly and you know thinking of that um, in his act of obedience perfectly loving neighbor uh, you know seeing that as he extends his hand to the prostitute, to the sick, the dying the leper, showing mercy but then in his righteousness being imputed to us we are counted as having perfectly loved neighbor um, positionally and now we're called to live that out right in our in our signification is a beautiful comfort that that while it condemns in christ he has fulfilled that demand having perfectly loved always and even you know as paul says in romans 5 uh loving even his enemies in that while we were enemies of god christ died for us and 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 so we don't have to you know if we see someone in need it's not that I'm going to help them though that God might be pleased with me it's more I have been made righteous in Christ uh, I've been counted a perfect lover of neighbor therefore now I can freely love and give and help because of what Christ has done you know I just...
1: absolutely it's incredible mercy and it truly is amazing grace yes. and if we are recipients of that type of mercy um, if we we're recipients of that type of grace, then we of all people should be willing to to show it. Yeah. Uh, we the changed, we the redeemed, are supposed to be um, what, like, like little shining image bearers of Christ mm-hmm. in this world. And so that was the. That's the PS part. Yeah, yeah. The post, <laughs> postscript. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll tack that. That's that's tacked on the end. That's that's free. Yeah. You do with that. But all those things you said are true. We just want to see you keep your eyes on Christ Amen. and and trust in Him in Him alone. And uh, yeah, He's He's definitely our narrow, our wicked gate, our narrow way. And we want to make sure that we trust in him as best as we can.
2: Amen. Yeah, yeah we could do like the, the White Horse Inn, you know, where you have the, oh, the we're shorter... our own thing, man. <laughs> we are
1: our own <laughs> well, I mean, thing. I'm not <laughs> the
2: White Horse Inn.
1: And what is that anyway? I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> you know that you get the shorter podcast for UConn? free. The Yukon? White uh, Horse? Uh, are we the only no, it was a, it was the ones coming in, life uh, in, in to Canada? I should know the intro. But, you know, you get the the shorter podcast, but then if you subscribe and and support them, then you get the full-length podcast, that P.S., you know. So we could, like, set up a subscription or something. I'm just just joking. We're going to – no, (laughs) no,
1: this is good. We're going to get everybody. We're going to get everybody good.
2: (laughs) All right, guys. God bless you. Uh, Until next time.
0: (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Coram Deo Podcast. If you do have any questions or even a suggestion for a potential podcast episode, please visit us online at quorumdeogp.com. And we pray that through this podcast, you also may live quorum